This week on the Push from the Push for Legs, we talk about a year in review. What's been going on in fitness trends? Also, we talk about the 85% rule. Are you applying it with yourself and your clients? Three, two, one. Sorry, my microphone is terrible. Hey guys, welcome to Push for Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall, with uh, the same microphone as Alex Hormozy. So that's cool, right? Yeah. Must be cool. Must work well because uh, I can definitely hear an echo on this end. So I'm just we're just praying to God that no one can hear an echo on the actual recording. Um, and okay. I just have to listen to Tom fucking twice, which is annoying. But never mind. Um, right. So, so it's we've. Can you still hear an echo on your side? Not anymore. I haven't heard it for a little you while. Can't. Well, okay. Because I switched. I switched onto my MacBook uh, microphone. So before before we came on air, as it were, we uh, normally I use a. I don't know what the fuck this is. Massive giant microphone. USB codec with the Bay Ringer inputy jargon thing that goes to my thing. Uh, that is echoing like shit. Then I switch back to my other microphone, which is uh, my Blue Snowball, the one I first started doing when I was podcasting. Um, and apparently that's echoing as well. Um, and then obviously went on to my Jabras, um, but they decide to fuck up because they're not meant to be used for computers. They go, muted, I'm muted, muted, I'm muted. Um, and I, I can't bother to go get my lapel road bike. So unfortunately, um, I'm going for Hormozy style and it's going to be rustic. Poor sound quality coming your way. So yeah, <laughs> I'm incredibly sorry. I'm sorry, guys. And I could go. I, I think is I know how much it hurts Tom as well because he takes great pride in uh, in. in <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yeah, I know how much it's hurting him inside, deep, deep inside. I know it's hurting him. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's happening, Daniel? Not a lot, mate. It's lovely here. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I actually need a little bit of a hoodie in the mornings when I go out, have my little coffee in the morning, and get a bit of sunlight onto my eyeballs. It's a bit chilly now, sort of like it's sort of about 18, 19 when you get up. So yeah, wow. I, do have to, I do have to unfortunately put a hoodie on, but then it does warm up by sort of 10, 11. You can go lie in the sun, get your get your fix of the sun. So um yeah, 26 is, is roughly what it is at the moment. So it's quite nice to be honest. Yeah, I'm playing golf tomorrow, so that'd be lovely because it's it's warm. <laughs> yeah. Um how how are you? How how so you, right now, so when I left for work today, it the minus five feels like was Ooh. uh was on. Yeah. So that was good. Um, it's always nice with the snows. Um, yeah. there is it does look pretty, kind of, to be fair. It does look pretty. It is quite pretty, but then it's like pretty for the, the night it snows and then yeah. the morning of, and then it goes to mush shit, yeah. and then it then turmoil comes back in. So, yeah. What I've been loving is the, um, I'm not going to lie to you, I love watching the videos of the cars crashing, like, in you know, because they're going, it's the inevitability of the fact they're going so slow, but yet no one can stop it. And it's just <laughs> crashing into work. I just, it's not good. The British it? people, when they just try and drive in the snow, it's just, it just makes me laugh. Like, not in a bad way. Like, I hope people, like, people, nothing serious happens. But you know, that safe. sort of yeah. low level village, like, <laughs> trying to drive out your driveway and just can't stop and you hit into something like, you know, like another car and, you know, people wonder why all these insurance companies are going up and up and up and charging more and more and more every year. It's because of shit like that. Because you're being stupid <laughs> trying to drive in the snow. How about you stop doing that? You know? Yeah, that's it's, correct. Um, well, yeah. I, I did. I haven't slipped over. Touchwood. Um, I have slipped, uh, but I did. I did make the change from on Saturday. I've started wearing boots out and about a little bit more. So what are they? I've not owned a pair of them for a while. Um, boots they like yeah. they like grippy shoes or something I've got grippy shoes big old shoes. i've got big old fluffy like dc 
boots because um, I'm cool and I cool skater yeah. kid. Uh, so skater kid, some... yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And Tom, um, Tom controversially put up a uh, a post about how he keeps his tea bag in his cup of tea. I mean, he's I, no, 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 no. That wasn't controversial. So the the purpose of that post was uh, when I'm at home, tea bag doesn't stay in. When I'm out and about, tea bag stays in. I mean, tea is just an awful, awful, awful choice of drink anyway. <laughs> but I don't think you can keep the tea bag in there, even if it's... I know what you're saying there. When you go out and about, it's never a strong one because they don't make it as well. You know, they don't oh, they're, they're like, yeah, yeah. Like, if you ever order it, I have to order dash tea. And then that's, to me, I've, I tried to think what milky tea is because, Jesus Christ, like, dash tea is yeah. just like full-on milk, I swear. Because uh, obviously, like, foreigners don't have milk in their tea, right? So they're like, I don't think foreigners drink tea, mate. Off. I think it's just British people that fucking <laughs> put themselves through that. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, but no. Every now, like in the winter, I tend to drink more tea. I'm I'm basically what I'm doing is preparing myself for Christmas when I'm back home with my family and my parents because yeah. I will have to drink. It's probably an insult if I don't have a tea. With it's the only me. place I have tea is my dad's. When I go to my dad's yeah. and he's like, oh, do you want a cup of tea? And I always say, yeah. And it's the only place I'll drink a cup of tea because it's the only place it tastes half decent. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just more, I think it's more of a nostalgic thing when I go there. I don't think, I, I would is, yeah. never order tea anywhere. But when I go to my dad's, we, he never had coffee. He's only just got an espresso machine, coffee machine. Oh, wow. um, but like, doesn't really bother with it. You know, he doesn't really have it. It's just for people come over. He just always drinks tea, like nonstop. And it was just one of those things where, like, my mum's, she'd make coffee and be fine. He never had coffee at all. So um, it's always been tea. So it's just, a, like you say, it's nostalgia. But I don't have it any other time, ever. Laura drinks it all the time, yeah. She loves it. I just can't stop Yeah, it. she's northern. There's so. a coffee. It's fucking horrible. Like, I don't get uh, it. You're both northern to me anyway. So, yeah. Well, but yeah. she's even more tea. so. That's the case. Yeah. They drink tea. But obviously, coffee is far more refined. Unfortunately, coffee has to leave left tea in its wake um in terms of what you can do with it um yeah it's annoying yeah. but yeah well I, th- I think coffee i wonder if it was the other way around right if coffee had a lot less caffeine and tea was the one that was high highly caffeinated i think it would be switched i do think a lot okay. of people go for the caffeine aspect of it um with coffee i think that's a, that's a big part of it um yeah i do um interestingly i've started taking the advice of that dr huberman have you have you ever listened to his podcast it's a bit fucking it's a bit in depth yeah like, it's massive it's a, it's too, a massive podcast a bit too Huberman. long but um I, I watch his um yeah i watch his instagram so he kind of sometimes he puts like some snippets on there which are quite good but i've started um switching my um caffeine intake around so like i used to always have it when i wake up in the morning have a cup of coffee that'd be my thing i used to really enjoy it yeah. And he, I saw a clip of his the other day and he was talking about how um, one of the worst things you can do is have caffeine as soon as you wake up. And I was like, oh, that's caught me straight away. I was like, oh, fucking that's interesting. So anyway, I went and did some research on his stuff and he was basically saying that it leads to you having the afternoon slump. A lot of the time is because you have caffeine. It's not necessarily always, people think it's because after lunch and carbs and there's all these other mechanisms. But I looked into it and basically what happens is the adenosine receptors is what caffeine works on basically and it basically inhibits those those receptors and essentially what happens is if you have it too early in the day um you basically just delay the fact that those then those receptors then the 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 floating adenosine basically binds those receptors later on in the day you actually have to give your body a chance to flush it all out your system so effectively Mm -hmm. if you have caffeine you're just delaying 
the time at which the, the the fatigue kind of hits you or can hit you and you have that slump. Whereas if you actually wake up naturally and wait 90 minutes to 120 minutes, your body naturally flushes it out and then you have caffeine and then you have the benefit effects. And I've only done it for two or three days now. Makes a fucking difference. Like how often have I come to these calls and I'm fucked and I'm knackered and I can't be out? <laughs> I actually interesting. feel good. Like, and it's it really is interesting because um, obviously like I could do that in theory because my, my normal, I'm up at like, let's say between half five and six and I'll have my, I'll have my first coffee at seven. Oh, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, is yeah. that a long time? So, but maybe I could have it at eight, nine instead. So I, and again, like, and he also said as well, it affects sleep. So again, he does a lot of stuff on sleep and how circadian rhythms and all this sort of stuff. And basically again, it, it helps, it helps your sleep. So I was then like, oh yeah, you know, sure. You know, whatever. And again, it's just like, whether it's, whether it is, real or not but again i only started doing this a couple of days ago and like last night had a sleep score on my o-ring 77 not been that high for quite a while it's like little things you start oh, okay maybe there's something to this and one of the things he's big on is getting as much natural light as you can first thing in the morning yeah um so obviously from i'm really lucky obviously i can get out in the sun and all that sort of stuff but he said that um even if you're in any part of the world just getting outside first thing in the morning where it's some sort of light um again, before you even think about coffee, before you think about caffeine, all this sort of stuff. It's just interesting. And I think it's, I've started to listen to a few more of his bits and bobs. I'm sure there's some stuff in there that's a bit far-fetched and a bit too far, but that one, when I looked into it and I was like, let me have a look, because obviously, luckily I know the kind of biochemistry and the stuff behind it. So I was like, okay, let me have a look at it. And um, it does make sense. And, and yeah, you just don't think about it. You just have caffeine, you just have coffee first thing in the morning, you don't think about it. And then when you say another shit, I was like, hmm, that would explain a lot. And then noticed it does explain a lot <laughs> once you do it because people just think caffeine i'll oh, just stop having caffeine after two but it's like yeah but people just then have more in the morning and it's like well yeah yeah like you know it's not um it's not great so yeah there you go very interesting there you, so you learn, learn something new every day there you go um that's the end of the yeah. show um that nugget yeah. uh <laughs> yeah he's called he's called Huber, huberman what's his thing huberman oh, people People who listen to us yeah. would have been would have been aware of him, hundred percent, surely. I'm aware of professor. him. Yeah. It's definitely of the people who I know that listen to him um, and love his stuff. It is definitely on the nerdier side of the coaches that I know. Yeah, I'd say um, if you're into a slightly more relaxed podcast, you probably listen to this. Um, yeah, it tends to be. It's probably a little bit less so. Yeah, I mean, I'm also, I'm also, I'm also less inclined to kind of go after some of the stuff he talks about because he, he's got here his training protocols. Do you want to listen to this? So go for this it. is why this is why I wouldn't believe every single thing he says. Right, <laughs> training protocol, HLP complete fitness protocol, day one, long sixty minute three hour sixty minutes to three hours zone two cardio. Go for it, Mr. Wild. <laughs> day day two, day two legs and calves. Okay. Day three. Why, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are carbs and legs? Right, right, right. Legs and carbs. <laughs> Day three, he does like heat and cold immersion. He changes between the two. That's a session, apparently. Heat for 20 minutes, then cold for two to three, two to five minutes times three. Then he does day four, cardio 30 minutes, zone three. Then he does day five, torso and abs. Then he does cardio <laughs> 20 minutes, hit. And then on day seven, he does arms, calves, and neck. Wow. 
Arms, cars. And I mean, men. that's a, as a split as a split goes. That's not. Right. <laughs> it's niched, isn't it? So um, there we go. I mean, obviously, everybody's going like, "What the fuck is that split in terms of his body stuff as well?" But the the zone two and the zone three works interesting. Like, not really working at a great capacity there. Like zone twos, you could probably hold for twenty four hours. Um, yeah, zone three, three hours, you'd can... feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold for far longer than thirty minutes. You should be able to, like, yeah, to know. Yeah, interesting. But uh, the other thing as well that kind of got me a little bit when I listened to the podcast because I know I listened to it before. It was like so many adverts for like so many supplements and so many things. I'm like, oh come on, mate! Like, do these things really work? Like, but yeah, you know, neck training. So yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I think to, today, um, I think, well, I had to submit my annual uh, fitness trends thing. What was it? Uh, what we'll be doing in like 2023. So review mm. of 2022 and what's happening in 2023 within the world of health and fitness. Um, I believe it's going to be in my protein things. I wrote something else for them. If anybody's got one of their magazines from last month, this month, last month, I'm sure I wrote something in there. I don't really know what. Let me know I if you've what. got it. <laughs> I wrote Maybe. something. Um, but yeah, this one, I, I did it last year as well. But this year it's going out to UK, France and Australia. So that's interesting. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. But for the first time, right, they barely ever asked for my fucking uh, credentials. I was like, they actually were like, oh, can we have your links and stuff? I was like, oh, thanks. Good. That's good, isn't it? Oh, that's, like, nice <laughs> that's nice of you. Uh, yeah. It would be nice, you know, share share detail, credit, you know. That's fine. Um, <laughs> every now and again. But it was interesting because uh, obviously I did some Googling and whatever. And um, do you remember last time they shared like a, a list of stuff, um, like fitness Google, Googled fitness trends and words to do with it? I've got a list here, Dan. There's ones that are on their way out. So I've taken a decrease of like uh, searching and an increase of search over the last year. Yeah, But I also have uh, Pure Gym's fitness report for gym statistics, which is pretty interesting. So um, we could we could have a little bit of a guess take or we can see um, and go through some of these questions, Daniel. So I think that'd be interesting. See how knowledgeable you are. Hmm. No? Okay, wonderful. Um, but also, uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go into that. That'll be a hook. Because I'm a, I'm about to, I'm gonna put a post out and about whilst we're recording this in a couple of hours, um, and it, I, it, well, I saw, I was inspired by someone else uh, last week when I saw it, and uh, and I was like, yeah, that resonates with me, fucking hell, um, and it was, I think it's probably Lee Spellman, um, I think he, um, and one girl, I can't remember, do like speedworks and stuff in the states, really cool stuff if you like. Uh, I feel like sprinting and all that kind of athletic-based movement shit um, that I ramble on about. Um, and he was like, he talked about the 85% rule, which was I thought was quite fun. He was like, I don't ever really tell people to give 100%. I would rather somebody give 85%, seems to be the magic number in terms of even for running. So I don't know if this resonates with you, Daniel. Um, so for, if I was to say someone, I would, I need you to give 85% in this set. He was like, 
it's enough of a decrease off 100% and going nuts that it's probably not an injury risk, but it's it's high enough for it to be kind of smooth, controlled. They're thinking about technique. It's probably not max effort or blah, 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 blah. And he was like the fastest, he, this guy lads like generally is like a, a sprinting specialist. So 100 meters, 40 yard dashes, all that stuff. He was like, usually the fastest times come from when I say give 85% because they're a little bit more relaxed stuff works a little bit better. They focus a little bit on technique and flow and hitting out their markers rather than kind of intense effort. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Like when you feel sometimes when you lift a little bit more relaxed or in a little bit of a zone and you focus on other shit, like I think especially from a term of like, so we, we use the term like kinetic linkage or so when stuff happens. So Dan will resonate with this. I'm assuming in golf, there's a, there's a point where you try and hit the ball too hard. Yeah, there could be a point where kinetic linkage happens, where each joint works when it's meant to, and you're probably going to be a better shot. But it mm. doesn't feel all out. It feels effortless, which could be 85% effort. What What's your take? I also think as well, the same applies to your mentality towards things, for sure. Like, obviously, you're talking about the physical. <clears throat> but relating to golf straight away, if I go out and try and shoot my best ever score... You don't. Whereas if you go and try to be like, I'm just going to have fun today. Just going to see what happens. Mm. You're more likely to get your best scores. Like whenever I've gone out to try and play for a score, like when you've come over, I've played worse. Like that's just a fact. Like it's just... Mate, it's if pressure. I, whereas, that's the pressure I, crumbling. Yeah, but that's, that's also... That's, <laughs> so I think with that, the 100%, 85% is the pressure you put on yourself. So like if I... Even if I was playing with, with Sucker, play on my own, like I know the rounds when I'm like looking at my handicaps and like, oh, I'm losing a few good scores. Like, oh, they got a good score. I'm like already going in with a bit of pressure and a bit like I've got to play at my best. And it's like, actually, no, I just need to play what I normally do and I'll be fine. And it's funny how that happens. And I think it's, I, I understand that hundred percent. And I think as well, like in, in fitness and in, in personal training, I think, I think that's such a huge tool to have in your locker. Like so many people look at fitness and think that it is so 110% die hard. Like you have to be, you know, hardcore trainer, have to be a hardcore client. You have to be hardcore to get results. And, to say to someone, actually, I just want you to do 85%. Actually, yeah, push yourself pretty close to failure, but just stop just before it. Like, people get on board with those training plans all day long. Like, of course mm. they would. And like you said, the, 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 the results come from that bit of it more often than not as well. Because not only, even from a volume point of view, like, again, people talk about the optimal sets you need to do in, in a week to see muscle growth. But even if you go under that number slightly, it's still like 85% of the gains you're going to get. You still get a good chunk of it, even if you do like nine sets instead of 15 or eight instead of whatever, you know. It's the same principle, I think, to a certain degree. You know, if you say to someone, right, can you give me nine sets in a week? Chances are they'll probably go and give you 12 because they're like, well, actually, yeah, that's doable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think sometimes it, it, it really would would help a lot of um, general public PTs who, who train general public is to say that I think sort it, of thing. it gives a, a realistic expectation as well. It's like, all right, I'm not asking for 100%. I'm asking yeah. you to do 85% of the stuff I tell you to do from just from a coaching point of view. Yeah. And my, I think my clients know that from me. I'm like, if they miss something, I'm like, it's cool, dude. Like, you, cool, you missed a week in the last like 12 weeks. You're fine. Like, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's a reset. It's cool. Maybe mm. you've missed, it was like, oh, I haven't done that exercise. All right breathe it's all right you know, it's not gonna happen like no buffing bad's gonna happen i'm not gonna come down and be like what the hell um if it is a case you do three four weeks in a row where you don't do that i'll be like mm, maybe maybe we maybe we change it around a little bit but yeah, yeah. um I think it's 
think it's definitely sets kind of yeah expectations and probably being able to stick to 85% of something is a little bit easier than, well, we know it's easier than 100% of something. So yeah. there's always going to be something left on your to-do list. It has to be. Oh, otherwise, mm. yeah, not mental list. I'm going to get that wonderfulness of uh, release of serotonin when you're kind of wiping your your uh, board of all the jobs that you've done. That might never so, happen. That's the only issue. Oh, it's really a good feeling. That's a, always a great feeling when you wiping off old clients i'm joking uh wiping off tasks <laughs> um yeah interesting though it resonated with me so i'm putting a post out about that do fucking 85 percent. and it's, it's also because i always take the piss out of the people unfortunately i'm gonna beat on classes here when it's like every rep counts and i'm like oh fuck off yeah yeah give it your all right now this is just you against you and i'm like oh my god you're, it's 6 45 a.m <laughs> on a Tuesday morning no no just, stop no. it <laughs> this, every rep doesn't count it doesn't matter like you're still gonna go and work well and jog on and it's fine yeah complete that burpee awesome I'm like oh it's alright don't do the last rep it's cool take the extra four or five seconds off that but I did that on Saturday I had to back off. I didn't I didn't go through the line on like a five-minute stint in zone fucking five. I was like, I backed off four or five seconds early because I was like, I've done most of it. Fuck it. Um, I'm all right. I don't, my my average wattage of, has dropped from, yeah, 340 down to 339 for that five minutes. Oh, no. Shoot me. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. It definitely happens in running. I've done a lot of sprinting in my life. And yeah, I always feel better. You run faster when you're relaxed, generally what happens there. And that's because of the linkage. Wonderful. Right, let's do some fitness trending, Daniel. Um, so we'll look for you this uh, few through the Pure Gym report that I got sent, which is wonderful. So they've got current state of fitness, got gym usage. How long do people spend in the gym? How often do people visit the gym? What are the busiest days and times? What are the quietest days and times? Most popular gym equipment, most popular gym classes. Why do people go to the gym? Why don't people go to the gym? And looking head. So let's, let's have a little flick through. See if you can uh, see if any of these stats can uh, be of importance to you. All right, 23% of people don't consider themselves to be healthy at all. Interesting. So how many people do you think in the UK, percentage-wise, are currently a member of a gym? Oh, current percentage of people in the UK member of a gym. Yeah. I would say 31%. Wow. You are very positive, Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) 14 Percent. 14 14 percent i'd have said currently. It more than that obviously yeah. i just said they want yeah um but 19 percent um of uk residents told you gov that they plan on joining a gem in the next 12 months so if those 19 yeah. percent <laughs> yeah. they join i'm good join yeah. then we're on we're on the money so yeah. in the region there's probably no prizes for guessing the most percent, the highest percentage who are members of gyms. London. London, correct. Lowest is probably Hull, having been there. <laughs> Cornwall, like the Southwest. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's Bath as well. I think Bath's in that, that little bit. Yeah. 
one in one in five. One in five Londoners. There's not many gyms in there. There's not many gyms, yeah, correct. So how many, how long do people spend in the gym on average? What would you say? 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Mate, that's pretty much, I'll give you that bang on, really. Like, it's between 30 and 59. So, yeah, about 40, 45 minutes is pretty much spot on. Um, But apparently quarter of people spend uh 29 minutes or less yeah per session i mean at least they're getting it's me man <laughs> i'm just a statistic now 40 percent of people go for an hour or longer per session jesus five percent of people say the, their session lasts between two and four hours bodybuilders Two percent of people spend four or more hours exercising. So, if you want to train bodybuilders, there must be that's like, how many there people must be there like are. triathlons or something like that. Two, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Two full triathlons. Fuck that. Um, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, that shows that people when you're writing your plans probably need to time it out. Yeah, probably thirty to fifty nine minutes is probably about right for people. And if you can push it, because they're probably into it a little bit more because they're getting coached, probably just over the hour mark. Traditionally, mine are between kind of 45 to 75 minutes, my sessions, uh, depending on what you did. Mm. Yeah. How about you? You must be, I'm assuming Same, yeah. yours are pretty similar, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. How often do people visit the gym, Daniel? Twice a week. That's yeah. where it would be self-reported, but it'll actually be once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, majority of gym goes two or more times. Um, so 62% are saying two or more times. 14% every day. Losers. Um, yeah, fuck it. Up. Get <laughs> 19% once a week. Uh, Jesus. Well, two so or more is quite broad, though, isn't it? If they're the three choices you've got. I know. Two or more. No. That's quite interesting. Um, busiest days and times. What is the busiest day of the week in the gym? Monday morning, surely. Mate, 100% no. I will tell you from working still in a gym, and I compl- I would have guessed this without looking at it, Tuesday by far. It is always Tuesday. so much busier. Tuesday. Tuesday mornings are fucking gross. Um, apart from this morning, because... Rail strikes. Uh, but generally, I feel like it might have switched. Um, but Monday's still seen as more of like, oh shit, I need to get back into work day. Um, and probably work takes precedent. Over Monday gym. evening, is that busy? Monday evening might be busy. Um, mm. And then, so it's between Monday and Wednesday that the same is just, but Tuesday is the busiest day in general. Also, from a case, so especially from London, uh, commuters don't really come in on Mondays. People, people tend to work from home a little bit more as the, as they do three day weeks, um, so yeah. And yeah, this will. I mean, this doesn't. This might confuse some people or be like, "Oh shit, really?" Um, it's always the general population that get this wrong. What is the busiest month of the year for gyms? It's not January. It's not January. It's. I want to say, I want to say February. I want to say March. February, yeah. February, yeah. It's it's that it's that February. So we have this conversation with online coaches all the time. Obviously, we we coach a lot of them now. 
And they were mm-hmm. like, you know, being ready for January. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but hold your horses because January people don't sign up. People yep. don't do it then. It is after that. It's after that period because the people that maybe can't afford it or whatever, they maybe go skiing or things like that. But I said, people in January try and do it themselves. They think they can do things themselves. They'll try going running outside. They'll try doing all these things and they can't stick to it. They can't give it going. They go, oh shit, I need to go to the gym. I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, then they do it once they've had the January sort of like realization of, oh shit, I've made all these new resolutions and I can't fucking do it. And that's when you start to see inquiries going up and things like that because people go, fuck, some holidays around the corner. Yep. We should do something about it. <laughs> it's mm. almost like so sneaky one of um one of uh my mentors uh student sam we're launching one of his things for first of feb but he's going to do a pre-launch to get people in the last week of jam because they would have fucked up by then uh, and i'm like yeah, yeah get them in get yeah, that free week and then they hit the ground rolling in uh in february because he was like oh yeah i've want to get it rolling in January. It's like, there's no point. The people who they, they'd already, just de- they would have decided already who they want to sign up with in Jan- by now in January as well. Like, so you just need to be the fucking ever president in January just telling them that you're there. So that would be the case if anybody's thinking about that. Um, and apparently the busiest day of the year is the second Tuesday in March. Interesting. Mental, isn't it? <laughs> um, the quietest day in the gym, Dan. The weekends count? Yeah, weekends count. I say Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Followed closely by Friday, probably. Yeah, it's between so Thursday and Sunday, apparently. Um, At the quietest. Mate, all the all the bros are in on Friday. Friday is singles night, and uh, all the bros are getting their pump on before they go out. Of course. (laughs) <laughs> I once went uh, I trained on a Saturday afternoon once and I, I noticed that the, the whole gym was just all guys obviously I was there doing my jumpy shit and like lifting like, you were de- you were getting your pom pom but in your calves and then and I was you're like, just as bad as everyone else <laughs> <laughs> I'm always wearing shorts that's why I just gotta get calf pumps yeah. Yeah. I used to really enjoy training on a Saturday morning I used to train a couple of clients like first thing set like 7 and 8 or 8 and 9 no I used to open at 8 wasn't it so 8 and 9 mm-hmm. then used to train myself in the morning I used to really enjoy that Always okay. quite quiet. Always quite nice in the gym on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Saturday morning still, but maybe at that time, like eight, eight or nine. I still train yeah. now on a Saturday morning. I like it. I like Saturday morning sessions. They're nice. Fair. I never feel rushed, and I feel like the gym's quiet, and it's like oh, I just like it. All right, most popular gym equipment. Oh, this is interesting. Oh dear, treadmill. Um, <laughs> You're just going treadmill. This is this is interesting. So uh, the most popular cardio equipment is the treadmill. Mm-hmm. So followed by the stair climbers and the cross trainers. Apparently, most popular piece of fixed weight equipment. What is that? Hmm. A leg extension. No idea why. So what? <laughs> A leg extension. I'm so confused. Oh, it's literally, I was like, what does that mean? Um, Because <laughs> written down, it's got five, five eighth stack. And I was like, that's a cable machine. I've just Googled it. It's just a fucking cable machine. Well, yeah, but, um, yeah, but there's five stations on it. So, <laughs> yeah, no. All right. As a, as a fixed machine, is a lap pull down. Yeah. Lap pull down. Hmm. Lap pull down. Yeah. 
still still people always go for the old uh what annoys me in the like portal down uh where we have we have like interchangeable grips so we've got like mag grips that you can like put on for nice nice yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of scapula stuff and then no matter what all the pts put the other ones on they use the mag grips use different like grips and stuff if a normal member goes on they always change it back to just a flat straight bar always if I was looking at someone and be like, actually, yeah, the professionals yeah. always use those. So yeah. why would I not try one of those and see what happens and just watch yeah. for five seconds rather than always go back to the straight bar that like, Mad, it? yeah. it's so weird. I, I I never get it. And I'm just I really want to go to why do you keep using that one when every trainer in here uses one of the other grips? So <laughs> and then they're not hard to work out. Uh, it's it's so strange. Um yeah. Most popular piece of freeway equipment is a squat rack. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's hardly groundbreaking, I don't it's think. It's the only um, bit, though, isn't it? It's the, isn't it the only yeah, bit like, of free weight equipment. Squat rack, and then dumbbells. <laughs> and they put weight benches on this list. That's Really? All right. Uh, and then a platform. Interested. Very interested. Um, yeah. And there you go. This will be an interesting one. Um, the key reasons, so all coaches that are here, you can design your content around. Why do people go to the gym? So we've got, in terms of percentage of members, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different uh, ways. Weight so loss, number one, one, what's that? Weight loss. No, that's second. Just wanted to stay healthy. I want really to get though? or stay healthy is number one. 22% of gym members. That's a really vague thing to say. It is so vague, isn't it? You're like, all right. Uh, number two is I want to lose weight. Number three, I want to get more toned. Classic. Number four, I have access to facilities. I don't at home. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Heat, heating, maybe hot shower now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to gain weight, build muscle. Um, I like having access to a pool, obviously, 80%. Um, so I have more variety in my workouts, probably home gym people. So that I have access to personal trainers, 6% of people. It's pretty good. 6% of nearly 10 million people. Still a lot of people out there that want PT, apparently. Um, to be social, meet friends and shit, 4%. Losers. To develop a specific athletic skill. I'm going for that 3%. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Lisa's made the top 10 wonderful um, why don't people go to the gym interesting uh, intimidating mm. don't know how to use things in there um, don't have time what's the yeah gym intimidation apparently that's what it's called is 67% yeah. of women find the gym intimidating 49% of, this is non-goers, so non-goers, 60% of non-goers find the gym into, intimidating. 49% of guys have gym intimidation as well. Yeah. So that's really high. I guess, obviously, yeah. we've just been in gyms our whole lives, so we're not going to feel that way. But, yeah. It's, well, it's, no, I, I think everyone has a feel, little bit of that feeling. Like, I still feel a bit like that. I, I still, we all have our own, we all have our own hangups and stuff. Like that. I always still feel yeah. like people judge me because I'm not very big or strong or whatever. Like relatively speaking, I'm not compared to a lot of other trainers in there. And you go into our gym, into the gym I'm at here. 
some of the trainers are just absolutely ripped to shreds, right? Year round. You can see it in, in their t-shirts they're wearing and stuff like that. And it is a little bit intimidating. Like I'm a little bit immune to it because I'm like, well, you're a fucking moron because I've seen the way you train your clients. So yeah. I'm a little bit more immune to it. And I'm a bit more smug because I'm like, well, I know that I'm better than you. Um, maybe that's a bit arrogant, but it's kind of true. <laughs> that, that's how shit they are. Um, but then I can imagine how somebody would go in there feeling very like, I don't want to be around these people because I feel like they're judging me because they always have that look on their face, like resting bitch face look. Yeah. You know, that you can't, again, it's not their fault. It's just that's the way people kind of, you know, they're not looking around, not smiling all the time every, every fucking second of every day. But I get it. I get that. Um, I think that's something that gyms have to work really hard at, at dispelling. And I think that the gym in America really, really showed that with what the planet fitness really planet showed fitness. that in that they said no slamming weights, no free weights or some, no chalk pizza parties or whatever it was. And all that like, fucking busiest gym in America. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, <laughs> I think in, in England, you, you could see a similar thing happening. Um, I, one thing I'm surprised that hasn't, hasn't been as widespread as I thought it might is women only gyms. Yeah. I know there are some, and I know there are sections of gyms that women only and stuff like that, but I genuinely thought a few years ago, that was a really big space, but I think just as much as women are intimidated by men in the gym, I think they're also intimidated by women who are fit and, you know, the same way that I'm intimidated by blokes who are bigger and, you know, on gear and whatever, I would imagine women are feel exactly the same way about women. So that's why they don't go as much as the men, obviously they, you know, I think women have it twice as they have it twice as hard. I think they're intimidated by both. Whereas I think yeah. guys are just a bit more intimidated by, by the guys potentially. Um, but I, I think gyms have to work really hard with that. Um, personally, I think that's something that, um, that is, is something that's quite hard to, to figure out how to, how to help people get over that? I think it's it's hard. Like I said, because I you still have it a bit. Like yeah, you know. And we yeah, weirdly, it's got to start from just the ethos of the the coaches and everybody in there. So I guess pulling the same way. But you're always going to get people who are not that welcoming, right? So it's always going to be the case, unfortunately. That depend on gym uh, that you go to. Forty um, percent of people don't have a gym membership because it's too expensive. Um, yeah, thirteen percent feel they don't know what they would do if they even went there. Uh, and then yeah, fifty-six percent total intimidating experience, so don't want to go. So, quite a lot. <clears throat> uh, so obviously, mm. if you have gym gym intimidation, feel like it's uh, like I've I've had it. So it's just like training with a PT is the best thing, but even that's like tough. Training with your friend is probably a good way, hopefully. Um, getting them to do that. Like if they're then if maybe you've got a, a client that has a friend that has gym intimidation, they want to bring them, then bring them to the session and like help them out and do stuff like that. I think that's gonna be the case. Um, yeah. They probably don't want to train, they never want to train alone, I'm assuming. People mm. who got gym intimidation, because I still have it with some, I know some of the female clients that I've got, they won't set foot in the SC area without me won't go 100 yeah yeah which i get like um and i'm sure some of the blokes that train won't probably go in there without me as well but even though most of them can probably lift more than some of the idiots that are in there i'm just like yeah you know what you're doing but it's just that that weird fear factor i don't know whether that's my fault i should try and prepare them a little bit more 
Um, but obviously I would be like, I'd take them in there. I, I don't bat an eyelid when I'm walking around the gym, right? So, yeah. yeah. Very strange. Very strange. All right, um, Daniel, let's uh, let's crack into this. All right, fitness trends, because these are ridiculous. The trends for... Um, so actually, so should we do review of what the fitness trends were for 2022? Um, so the most Googled stuff. What are we thinking? Last time I was like, get... You got to get three out of like twenty, and then then you win. I got three out of twenty. I've got to get. Yeah, I think so. There's twenty in there. Like (laughs) Google, most Google terms for fitness. And just FYI, when obviously last time I did this uh, for my protein, I did point out to them. I was like, "Thank you for this data," but it was an Olympic year, so loads of sports are in there <laughs> and i was like they're probably not going to be in there next year so only fitness terms cool and it's this year yeah up to this point so this yeah so this is ranked up by percentage increase in google searches from july through to september uh, so july september 21 versus july to september 22 so they showed a percentage increase from those time periods Mm. Oh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> um, Do you want me to give you like three and then you can go? Or no, should I give you? No, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what's been popular, what's been, what's, what's risen in popularity. Um, No oh, idea. He's struggling. He's struggling. Has it been? I don't. I wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> give me three then. Give me three, like three of the three of the so most random pick, ones. Pick no. Pick numbers. Obviously, this is ranked from one to twenty. Give. I'll give you three, three numbers, and I'll give you. Them. Go with like the low ones. Go with like between fifteen and twenty. So between, I'll, I'll do the, yeah, 20 to 15. Yeah. Uh, so 20th is outdoor fitness. <laughs> 19 is breath work. Um, 18 is zoo. Z-U-U. Don't know what that means. Uh, 17 is F45. 16 is calisthenics. I'll give you 15 is rock climbing. I mean, that doesn't really help me. <laughs> all right, come on. You've got to get you got to get one or two of the top ten, surely. Oh. Surely. Hit training. Um. <laughs> See, I, I think I'll give you that. Um hit training, high intensity interval training. Hit training, I don't know. So, because remember last year, like the most Google thing was like hula hoop training, wasn't it? It was fucking so bad. And uh, so this one is, so number one is 12, 3, 30 workouts. I don't know what that is. (laughs) What is that? 3, 30 workouts. I mean, we're adding to the thing, but to a, a one viral trend as the 12 30 workout did just that. It's soothingly straightforward. Set your treadmill to an incline of 12 
at a speed of three miles an hour, then walk for 30 minutes. Incline walking was number one. This is why I give oh. up with fitness. I give up with the world. <laughs> Incline walking. Look at the questions people also ask. How much weight can you lose doing 12, 3.30 in a month? It depends <laughs> on what you're eating. How, how long does it take for 12, 3.30 to work? 30 minutes. <laughs> who started oh. this piece of shit? Who, yeah, who did this? 12, 3.30. The 12.30 hat by YouTuber Lauren Giraldo. Oh, Never Lauren heard Giraldo. of Lauren What are you doing? Lauren Giraldo. Oh, fucking hell. Stay yeah, there. content creator. TikTok. Mm. Mother of 12, 3.30 skincare. <laughs> Mate, oh. hitting it hard, branching out. Oh, all right. Number two. So that got a rise in of three hundred and eight percent. Google's pretty good, isn't it? Um, number two is CrossFit. Coming back in. <sighs> I did. Pro- I did project that because um, I was. I think. I think I got that right from my last one. Because I was like, I think group and community classes will be big again because people want to go into community post-COVID again. Oh, mm. CrossFit's the more extreme version, but yeah, it definitely happens. Number three, Daniel, we'll give you the top five. Number three is uh, twerking class. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, I can't <laughs> like it. You know what? I would never get these. and I wouldn't have got any uh, of them. CrossFit I may have got if I'd have just fucking said random fitness words. Yeah, 125% have been... St- Googling twerking classes. I bet you like, Um, oh. I mean, I Google it most days. Um, It's it's probably just you. (laughs) Number four is something called 75 soft. What does that mean? I'm going to Google that. 75 soft challenge. What is it? Train for 45 minutes every day for 75 days. What? Mm. What is 75 soft? Oh, how, how literally, how nondescript is this? One 45-minute workout a day, every day for 75 days. One active recovery day. Eat a healthy diet and only drink alcohol socially. If any, only drink <laughs> on social occasions. <coughs> oh, oh, there's a 75 layers. hard, there's a 75 soft. Oh, yeah, there you go. Zero so for starters, 75 hard. Of course, no one went for that one. They went for the soft version. 75 hard means zero alcohol or cheat meals are allowed in the 75 hard. And if you fail, you have to start the 75 days again. <laughs> Dan does that like, that's, that's just normal 75 days for you. I can't deal with fitness. And then number five is high rocks. Oh, of course. Should have known that fucking shit. Yeah, I thought you'd, I thought you'd get that one. High rocks. Um, interesting. Then we've got, we've got like jazzercise, stroller fitness, Pilates, incline walking, uh, ever resting, floating yoga. Fucking hell, there's a lot of yeah. So it's all just shit, isn't it? <laughs> Funny that. How like none of it is like actually like strength training or like what can I achieve in one month in a year of really you know solid training and a half decent diet. Nah, it's never gonna get up there, is it? Uh, no, no, no. Like, Work, it's working and, fitness. That'll be the one. Yeah. Interestingly, so <laughs> the, do you want to on the ones on the way out? Number one, virtual fitness challenges. But apparently not. I feel like that's a bit of an oxymoron because the literally the number one is surely a virtual fitness challenge. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. Number two is outdoor personal trainers. Yeah. 
resistance band like, workouts probably down yeah, as well. so yeah so skipping workouts a lot of people were skipping weren't they um virtual yeah. fitness classes a sad number five free weight training yeah down 45 percent yeah that um, sounds about right it's honestly good number eight down down uh 33 is online fitness programs we're in the wrong mm. we're on the wrong game mate we're in the wrong game wrong Jesus. Game. so my projections for um mine was crossfit gonna get bigger still yeah i, I still think that's gonna happen uh, but it was uh, on a similar flame i said high rocks i think high rocks might actually get i'll get bigger because like what we said it's it's got less skill around it essentially mm-hmm. it is yeah. uh, less, that is less prefer- injury less injury risk it's more cv based and it is literally just professional pe that is like i realized i teased that about national fitness games when that came out i was like that's just pe this one is pe like yeah literally that um, actual pe <laughs> but yeah it takes it's a small it's low skill that's literally it. You don't have to spend hours trying to refine a skill. Therefore, it's so open to more of the population to do it. That's why it's going to be good. That's that's mm-hmm. like a golden ticket for any kind of fitness. It's like this is why not a lot, not a lot of people play golf because it requires a lot of skill. Like Mike found that he's not going to pick up golf very often because no. yeah. he was like, shit, it's actually quite hard. That tiny little ball. Um, yeah. And then I went for, I've said this every year I've ever done one of these and it's only because tech gets better every single year and that's wearables. Always mm. going to say it. Um, especially because I'm an advocate for VPT and can fucking uh, whoop, hurry up and bring that tech out um, properly. But yeah, more wearables. So like, Garmin Polar, I'm sure that's going to be even better. Whoop Aura, Dan still wears his Aura ring religiously. I I track my heart rate stuff because it's obviously been more apparent, like based off COVID stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. So interestingly, my my COVID heart rate after pushing myself on Saturday, I did an actual proper like what bike session. My first minute recovery was good. My ten minute recovery was bad. So which was interesting. So mm-hmm. which was. Uh, yeah, so I was okay replenishing straight away, but I wasn't. I couldn't get my heart rate down within a a good amount of time. I was, mm. which was, which is not worrying, but yeah, just shows that obviously, even though I didn't have much, I've had it's had an effect on me, hundred um, percent. So yeah, take it easy if you just had COVID. Um, number four, I think this will come still. I think walking, literally walking and hiking, like people are outside more or want to go mm. outside more and enjoy that kind of shit um yeah and then i went i actually googled um fitness trends of 2012 2013 because we know fitness goes in cycles it tends to be every kind of 10 to 12 years mm-hmm. and um so i literally went in i was like i was going back and i was like maybe we see a, a return unfortunately of keto mm-hmm. um i've already seen a return of fasting there were some yeah. a lot of people doing fasting right now um, that I've seen, and that was a big way back then. So keto and fasting were big um, in terms of the nutrition, um, maybe because of like Wim Hof as well, because I'm assuming mm-hmm. he does some fasting shit, and obviously that's been reasonably big over the last year. Um, yeah, so that might stick around, and stuff like bouldering and that kind of outdoorsy stuff. So yeah, bouldering. those are my projections. Bouldering. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah you're not wrong I'm, i reckon that's pretty close mate i reckon that's i think that'll be close yeah 
just that that cycle that always comes back around like always comes back around so it does get the keto bashers out obviously we've had the, the carnival diet has been the thing but i feel like that's gonna fall by the wayside a little bit now because obviously i mean we haven't given our input on the uh what's his face liver king i i fall on the side of yeah the idiots that believed he wasn't natural like what what seriously <laughs> you thought that was natural uh, jesus look at I that think- man I think the worry for me is that there are people out there who do think he was natural. Um, the, 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 it's, it's, I think if you've fallen for anything he said, you, you kind of deserve it, in my opinion. No. It's it's like it's like the hypocrisy of like the Chris Hemsworth as well. Like obviously he's got his his app right work out mm. with him. That's and it's just like unless you take gear, you're not gonna look like Chris Hemsworth if you do that app. Like. Yeah. 100% unfortunately um, that's what's going to happen and I realise that he's being coached by Ross Edgley and all this kind of stuff but I'm pretty sure Ross Edgley's probably taken something in his life of course um, he has like, of course he has you, again you don't no, need to be like, a fucking genius to see it like you don't need to yeah it's like you say most people know their profession is to look good yeah that's unfortunately the the thing they have to do so yeah I think it's just yeah, yeah you're like if you're prepared to do that then crack on if you're not, then the thing is, there's nothing wrong with it. Like you still have to work hard. You still have to do all this. Yeah, sort of you still stuff. have to work hard. You know, it's not guaranteed results. It's just like you say. For me, it's the whole um, with Liver King. It's the whole selling the supplements off the side of it all. But again, like I, I just feel like again, if you fall for that, you are a moron because he is talking about an ancestral life and he's getting private planes and sell supplements. Like logic dictates that you you're an idiot if you believe him. People like Ross Edgley and stuff like that, I think like you also have to look at that and go, right, the extreme events he's done, all this sort of stuff. You kind of have to, you have to, you have to have done something like that um, to push yourself to those limits. And, you know, fucking worldwide, fucking WWE wrestlers are on it. So fucking Ross Edgley does need to be on it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't know if he is or isn't, I don't know. But I know from looking at his physique at certain time points, I can say that he probably was at some point, in my opinion, on something. Um, And people forget as well the benefits post taking it it's like the whole thing with uh, with james smith he's like oh yeah I've, you know he's opening admits he's done it and it's like yeah but you get the benefits of it after taking it for years like yeah so it's also like yeah okay at the time you stopped but you also still look and yeah by the way yeah ross Edgley definitely was looking at pictures of ross actually i've just yeah, yeah. Gone, just been on google images i just reminded myself what you look like yeah um, well, see, we chatted to him didn't we but i've met him and yeah he's yeah fucking huge like, <laughs> Yeah, I always name. feel like you can tell like from um, like the muscle bellies and how they look and the shape. I always feel like there's there's a few giveaways as well um, for certain muscle groups that grow that are usually quite, don't usually grow very well. Mm. Um, traps being one of them. Um, calves being another. <laughs> the most people. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just interesting. Like I said, I think it's, you still have to do the work. You still have to like, doesn't take anything away from your achievements, but um, I think people would be very shocked to know how many people are on them. Oh yeah, I, you still people go, oh Eddie Hall, really? Oh fucking hell! <laughs> it does. It's not like there's literally another title called Natural Strongest Man. It tells you literally another one. Yeah. Like yeah, so. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, any other business, Daniel? Not for me. No, no. no. Not from last week. Our last me. one before Christmas. Uh, probably. Yeah, I no. believe so. Before uh, 
I guess we'll have to do some sort of pulley awards. Yeah. Mm. Always. And then, um, yeah, I think I'm going to start busting out some, uh, get a shit ton of guests in for next year, Daniel. I think I'm going to already do that. So um, I think we're gonna, uh, let's get a load, load of females. I feel like we need to highlight females in the fitness industry because they're not shouted about enough. So if you have any female coaches that you want to bring on the show and you've made it this far, fuck me, well done. Um, yeah. Then let us know. Send me or Daniel their Instagram. Um, and if we approve them, we'll, what we'll probably do, I want to run like at least one guest show a month and um, it will be uh, the Dream Gym show. So and we will run that and YouTube it. Or maybe we'll get Joey to uh, do I the old reels and shit on it. I think um, that'll be good. That's so that's the plan. Do, is it? The Dream Gym. I like Dream it. Gym. We'll do PPL does the Dream Gym and we'll run it as a Dream a Day. Is, what, is that the Dream Day one? Dream Gym do? Day, yeah. How do you start Dream your day? day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That'd be cool. fun. So we'll do that. We promise oh, one guest a month is the, uh, it's what we used to do. So, so yeah, we'll do it. Boom. Well, let's nice dive, get some good suggestions. Good suggestions. <laughs> That's right. I've already got my list, but we'll see. Oh, just uh, list. Well, right. yeah. So I'll be able to get Mike on um, in a wig. That'll be the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you later.